。以后微博现在我拍电影，但是我给手机吃饭，我不可以用我的手机，呃，我们拍的时候，所以我现在拍呃这个，因为他们给我老刚骂，我不知道关于老刚骂，但是中国人说这是非常好的 chili sauce， 所以现在每天我用老刚骂在。西凉话，我有很多很多老干妈，呃，不是广告，呃，老干妈跟我没有关系，但是我认为很多中国人喜欢这个，呃，我甚至越来越呃 embrace 中国文化，呃，很多中国人说老干妈是中国文化，所以每天我吃老干妈跟西凉话啊，非、呃、常。Hundred percent. Um, yeah, fucking unreal. So, what were we talking about? Uh, China. China. Um,、uh, I think, dude. Let me. Oh yeah. So. Yeah. Good. Good. Back in '95. <laughs> <laughs> That's where we were. <laughs> we just went on a six-minute rant about true detective. That <laughs> <laughs> has nothing to do with fucking China, dude. Hilarious, <laughs> China. Back in '95. Back in '95. <laughs> We're keeping all this in, by the way. <laughs> I mean, we could do that in the future, but all right, all right. Back in '95.、Um, so basically, movies. Were pretty much banned in China outside of all the fucking propaganda films that they were making, which wasn't a, a lot anyway.、Um, and in 1995, like the films they did allow were kind of like old classics, and they like rarely played them. Like I read, like Spartacus、mm-hmm. would show that from like 1962. Okay, a couple of other ones like、uh, Love Story from the 70s. So like successful movies, but. You know they didn't really safe successful movies. Like, yeah,、uh, and in 1995, they kind of decided like just to make a change in their、um, national film, radio, and television. They were like, "Why don't we like try and build up this program and make an actual societal contribution to our country and、uh, start to figure out how to." Make this a business here,、mm. because again, you know, slowly and slowly and slowly since the seventies, they had started to become more capitalist, opening up, opening up more markets. So in nineteen ninety five, they're like, well, I guess because like we don't know how to do that, we don't have any movies like that really. Let's pick ten movies from Hollywood that we'll bring in, and we'll screen in theaters. So that's kind of how all of this starts. And the first movie that they brought in was my main fucking man, Harry Ford, dude. That's right. That's right. The goddamn fugitive, the dude. Fugitive. Tommy Lee Jones, <laughs> dude. At the waterfall. What are you gonna do, dude? That don't do it. Amazing. That movie's awesome. That movie is amazing. I just watched it, rewatched it. Yeah. Like、uh, a couple months ago. Yeah, that movie、so、is、good. fucking sick, dude. Very, very、um, so that、time. I thought that was interesting.、Um, so they kind of just decided, let's actually make this. It wasn't me. It was the one-armed man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>、uh, yeah, yeah, dude, yeah, dude. What a fucking sick movie, man.、Oh. I love also how like 
he's just trying to hide out on like the slums of Chicago and gets like a room with yeah. some fucking dumb Polacks. <laughs> some Turkish who, who rats him out <laughs> within like two hours. He thinks he's like safe for the night and like ah. cops roll up. He's like, what the fuck, dude? Like, oh my God. He's like, this is the room. Yeah. You stay here. Yeah, because isn't it like her son or yeah. something who's like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, he's the, he's... yeah. It wasn't me. It was the one-armed man. <laughs> <laughs> That's really good, dude. That's fucking great, man. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, yeah, that movie's awesome, dude. So can you imagine yeah, the he... fucking... So Chinese audience. They went crazy for it. They yeah. loved it. Because it, it didn't do, it did like three million. It did three million, three point seven million dollars, just that movie. Yeah. So, but like, that was the biggest one. Like, yeah. it wasn't even close. And they did release like here. Uh, let's see what else they released that year. <clears throat> uh, natural, I couldn't believe that they released this. Natural Born Killers, the Oliver Stone movie. Holy shit. You might, I didn't know they must that. have censored the fuck out of that thing. Well, the thing too, I think because I mean China's history of like violence in film is like for fucking forever. Like they don't fucking care. Like isn't that oh, an yeah? extremely violent movie? Well, it, Hong Kong does. Yeah, I don't know about because Hong Kong movies weren't allowed really in China till the British gave it up in '97. Okay, I thought that was interesting too. Um, but uh, John Woo did release a movie. He's from Hong Kong. He released the movie Broken Arrow, Twister, and Toy Story. Okay. Or Twister was 97. Toy Story was 95. Yeah. Um, so those were kind of the big movies of that era. But The Fugitive, I thought, was hilarious. Dude. That was, they fucking loved it. Like, so they, let's say up top two, like, they love action movies. Yeah. They fucking love it. Yeah. So that kind of, I guess, goes into what you like, the action, the violence. They yeah. don't get comedies. Like, they don't understand it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, animation shit, they they love. Um, but it's all action. Action and adventure. Yeah. Which makes sense, given, you know, the fact of the best movies, or most successful movies in the past 10 years have all been massive franchise action-style movies. Yeah. Superhero. Right. Fast and the Furious. Yeah. Like, it could go on. So that's kind of, I don't know, even from the beginning, that's what they were all about. Right. Like, the thing that, like, I saw with the thing from The Fugitive, so, like, even before, so, like, Mao, so, from what I had read, it was, like, Mao had died in, like, 49, so, like, his fucking shit was still lingering for a little bit, but then it was, like, from the 70s to the 90s, like, there was, like, a little bit more... Like, there was just a little bit more freedom right, for what they had. So then it was like, yeah, 95 or 94. But it was, so all, it was all propaganda films yeah. in the meantime. And, and because all, people were so bored, they were just fucking karaoke and Who gives a shit? We're not going to the fucking movies. Exactly. Like, it was the same fucking stupid. shit. Um, and part of that deal, so they did like those 10 movies and then it was... So it was 10 movies a year. That's right. what they allowed in every year. And the, the fucking studios would get... 13% of the money that China yeah, made. Yeah, which is hilarious. It is. It is amazing. Yeah, they were like, nah, fuck you. Well, 
I thought it was interesting was too is they like kind of changed up of uh, and we'll get to it but like some of the movies they gave them a percentage of the box office some of them they just said here's $200,000 take it or leave it yeah flat fee you're not getting shit we're getting everything right which right. I was just kind of like why why even do it yeah you know what I mean yeah um oh yeah uh just a couple quick things here 95 China's population was 1.2 billion. Jesus Christ. Uh, the Fugitive premieres 95. It makes 3.7 million dollars. So the the whatever studio sent that out, they make 13 percent. What is third? I don't know what 13 percent. It's of. like a couple hundred grand. Yeah. So I guess yeah. Yeah. So then, but it's kind of their way in, I guess. Yeah. Because they're like they're 1.2 people. Billion people live here. That that's like holy yeah. shit. That's just like that's the awakening of the fucking U.S. of like Hollywood being like, dude. There's there's such there's a cash chance for fucking. There's a money grab like a motherfucker here. Yeah. So one of the but one of the quick lessons that's learned because two years later, one of the things I read of a fucking Scorsese, little Scorsese movie called uh, what is it? Kundun? Kundun. Kundun? Yeah. I don't know. I never saw it. I Me either, but it. I want to watch it now. I saw the fucking trailer for it. It's just a trip. It looks fucking yeah. wild. Is it a Japanese movie? No, it's uh, it's the story of the Dalai Lama, the 14th Dalai Lama. And made by Disney. Is this what we were talking about like a month ago? No. The Dalai Lama? The we kidnapped were... kid? Remember we were talking about that? Yeah, but what were we talking about? I know we were talking about the Dalai Lama. It's not that story, though. It's yeah, no, it's just no, no. This is, story about his life. So this is the actual story. It's about, like, obviously. Yeah. They don't and, like that, dude. And the thing, so, like, the lesson that gets learned. So, dude, you got, like, one of, you've got one of the greatest directors of all time. Makes a killer movie. It's 1997. They've had two years of ten movies a year in China. They release uh, a Scorsese directs Kun Dune, and it's like supposedly a solid fucking movie. But the thing that China does is they they have a thing with the three T's. They say anything that has to do with Tibet, Taiwan, or Tiananmen Square, they're not gonna fucking touch that shit. So in essence, this movie about the fucking Dalai Lama in Tibet, they're like. Uh, the guys who fucking made it, I forget which studio, might have been, oh, it was fucking Disney. Disney fucking did it. Crazy. So, Disney, they're fucking just little beta bitch fucking, the guy, the CEO at the time. Eisner? Yeah, I think it's Eisner. He fucking, he's like, oh, fuck, man. Like, we have an opportunity to China, we can't, and then China's like, we're not going to fucking do this, dude. I don't know what the fuck you think you're doing, but we're not going to do this. Yeah. So, this guy's between a rock and a hard place. So, they gave Mighty Ducks instead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, man. man. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. So, thank you for fucking Mighty Ducks, dude. Ducks fly together, dude. Yeah. To Tibet. Uh, they fucking... Um, Fuck, what was I saying? Uh, so fucking... He's between a rock and a hard yeah. place. He wants to fucking get this movie out, but also like he doesn't want to fuck China because he's just on his knees for him because he wants to continue to have a relationship to make money. So what he does and what they do without telling Scorsese is they fucking bury the movie. 
They release it on Christmas Day, and it just fucking takes it in the ass. Well, they didn't release it in China, obviously. Oh, they didn't release it? Yeah. Not at all. They didn't release it in China. They released it in the U.S., but... China still the way China work the way the because uh, he saw the he saw the potential yeah that's but, the whole reason but the way the the screeners saw it the people so China's whole process is like well, we could probably get into it in detail a little bit later but real quick like somebody watches it they're like oh my god this has Tibet absolutely not get this fucking out yeah. Of here. yeah yeah so yeah. anyways in the U S they release it on a on Christmas Day just tanks bombs. They don't really sit in China, and he thinks the CEO guy. He thinks, oh, that's fine. You know, they won't be mad. China still is like, you know what? Not only are we not gonna fuck with Disney, we're like all your merch, everything from all your fucking movies. We're not gonna fucking like because they release it at all. Yeah. Wow. They release it at all. So Shit. This, so, uh, this guy feels so bad about it that he goes to, he travels to Beijing. Gets on his knees and fucking says, I'm sorry. I'm Holy sorry. shit. And he says, hold on, the, there's a transcript of it. And he says, like, I'm sorry. The, the mistake was that uh, the bad news is that the movie was released. The good news is that nobody saw it. That's what he said. CEO Michael Eisner had to fly over to Beijing a year later, year later to meet with the officials and apologize. Damn, dude. Because, like, what year was this? This was 1997. Because, like, that's what's surprising to me of, like, the lengths this guy went. Because, like, they weren't, we weren't making... Hollywood was not making that much money over there at this time. Dude, you know what I mean? Like, I think... But the potential of that's it. That's it. Like, it was just... The, it's the It was such a incline of just like do we keep doing this we keep on chipping away because then seven years to bet came out the same fucking year yeah i was just gonna say and they uh what studio did that one uh seven years to bet either movie put in its production oh sony that's what i was gonna get to so then sony puts out seven years in tibet and they they kind of goes (laughs) like we're not gonna have any of your products Sony yeah. was like completely removed from like anything. Yeah, like that's how they like. They probably hated Sony anyway, though. Yeah, of course. It's a Japanese it's Japs, dude. Yeah, but still, like the influence starts there. What did? Okay, did you find anything about this about the their CEO being like suck my dick or like how did he react to it? Sony's? Yeah. No, no, I didn't see anything. But I'm sure because so like, that is uh, that's Colombia. So I don't know. Maybe it was the. Sony was releasing seven years in Tibet, and again, Sony was releasing movies in China at the time. But the bigger no mas, dude. Yeah, dude. The bigger economic concern was the supply chain that its parent company had with it, Sony Electronics. Oh shit! Really? And what made all of these films such a cautionary tale for all these Hollywood films? So they that, said we're not like they were doing other business there, and they said fuck you. Both companies, Sony Electronics and so holy Sony shit, were banned in China, despite <laughs> the fact that the movies had not even been released on Chinese screens. That's hilarious. They didn't even hit their fucking. Just they probably ended up being better off in the long run, getting their fucking supply chain out of there, dude. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like they're probably back there. Oh, for sure. You know what I mean. But dude, just that's the, fucking nuts. But just the beginning of like, dude, this is when it starts popping off. Yeah, because like, dude, the 
Mike Eisner? Is that what you said? Mike Eisner's the Disney guy. What a, like, you fly to fucking China, get on your knees for these. That's pretty nuts, Tommy, fucking the Communist Party of China. Dude, and so, like, what is it? The, one of my notes here, the, the company that makes, like, all of these. So, the, the China Film Group Corporation. Yep, China Film Group. GFGC. These guys are responsible as recent movies as Jurassic World, The Fallen Kingdom, Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker, Moonfall, Knives Out, John Wick, Spider-Man. Like, these are funded by these fucking people. Yeah, so we'll, we'll, we'll get into all it. We're going way, we're yeah, stepping yeah, yeah. way too you're right, you're right, you're right. I'm getting hot, man. babe. I'm getting hot. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> these fucking commies, dude. So, uh, fucking, they don't know what they got coming from me, dude, all right? Um, so let's talk about that revenue sharing that you were mentioning before. So, um, uh, sorry. Fuck is that? Where the fuck? What the fuck is up, Denny's, dude? <laughs> oh, dude. All right, yeah. So here it is. How does that Mike Eisner guy show his face to his wife and I, fuck her? How does he do that? I don't, pile bed full of money, dude. I don't know. Um, <laughs> how do you look at your wife and put your dick with the fucking? Her? I don't know. Maybe he's one of those guys that like. She needs to like put a gun to his head or something. You know what I mean? like, <laughs> she needs to get Janice Soprano. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah, does. Yeah. Um, but uh, revenue sharing, revenue sharing. Yeah, I want to get. So early. This is early two thousands. Okay. Um, so, as I mentioned, there was the flat fee, and then there was the revenue sharing, thirteen percent. Um. Which they kind of said that's going to stay the same, but people who financed the movie got a bump, so they got more. They got seventeen percent. So if you're, let's say, you're a production company, you pay for the whole production, you sell it to Universal mm-hmm. to distribute, and they're like, "Well, we're giving it to China." Mm-hmm. If you're one of those financiers, you actually get more money than the studio, which I thought was fucking interesting, because you put up the money. Yeah, China. They don't. They don't yeah. fuck around. But let's 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 before we get into any of this a little bit more, let's just talk about the goal. Why are they having these films here at all? Why are they building up this industry? Like why why do any of this? Because like like we talked about, man, nobody give a fuck about movies in China, dude. Like you said, they were like pachinko and karaoke, dude. Yeah. Or maybe that's Japan. I don't know. No, but it was, it was like these people were just yearning for like some like, kind of entertainment. It's dude. fucking boring. They're dude. fucking they're they're watching fucking anime and watching carry people do karaoke and you know yeah. oct- octopus um, fucking tentacle fucking you know what I mean. <laughs> that's 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 goddamn Japan, dude. That's goddamn Japan, man. Uh but yeah, they, they were just yearning for something, dude. It had been, it had been years for them since oh, they yeah. had anything like that. This is what I wanted to... So before we even get to the goal, I fucked this up. Uh, so they were allowed to release 10 foreign films a year until 2001, with an increase to 20. So they doubled it. And that was the same year that China joined the World Trade Organization. 
So again, they're starting to open it up a little bit more, starting to become a little bit more business friendly. They boost that number, double it. 20, 20 movies now. 20 movies in 2010? 2001. So then this was Bush or Cheney making these negotiations or someone in that administration. I couldn't find any information about... Because I got something after this. But you okay. Go. So that's just where we're at at this point. Okay. All right. And um, I should say, if you have any... Because let's do this last. Let's give all of the examples of the censorship last. Because they're fucking hilarious. <laughs> let's like try not give too many examples. Let's just, right, right. But you go ahead now. You go ahead. Okay. Well, I was just going to say, because like the political side of this... So it's interesting as well. Yeah, because yeah. ninety so ninety four we're allowed the US is allowed to or China basically makes it any international movie, but basically Hollywood. So two thousand one you're saying they bumped that to twenty. They bump it to twenty. So in two thousand twelve, our leader, Mr. Joe Biden himself, goes to meet uh Xi Jinping who was not yet the president of China, but he was about to be. Wait, so Biden meets with Biden? this fucking Winnie the Pooh motherfucker, okay? <laughs> and they, so 2012, they negotiate for another expansion. This time they allow 34 films on the Chinese screens. Oh, and yeah, shit, previous, you're jumping ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that, okay. The, so back when it was 13%, now it's 34 movies, and now the studios are set to gain 20. So Biden closes this deal. Of 34 movies, studios. Yeah, you know what they did? They added 14 IMAX and 3D yes. movies. So four, that was the deal. So a third of them are just like not even, not necessarily Hollywood movies. Yeah. They're supposed to be part of IMAX, part of yep. like some documentary. Like, it's like, it's like a, it's a fucking, what do you, what do you call it? It's uh, it's more propaganda. It's a little, bullshit. it's a little asterisk. Like, yeah. well, we're not technically adding more movies, but yeah, yeah, we are. So he fucking Biden make Biden fucking gets down on his knees like Mike Eisner over here. Fucking takes that little, <laughs> puts it in his mouth, finishes him off. Thirty five, thirty four <laughs> movies, twenty five percent in your face, and it's like the deal that cements like China's whole thing with. Uh, Hollywood, so not that's currently where we're at. No, no, no. So before that, let me. There's one thing we missed. Okay. All right. So in 2008, after so 2001 doubles to 20. All right. They joined the WTO, World Trade Organization. 2008, they get the Olympics. All right. Okay. So they're starting to spread. They want more cultural dominance, basically. Yes. So here's what they do. And I'm just going to read this to you, all right? Okay. In the weeks following the 2008 Summer Olympics in Beijing, a group of Chinese executives traveled to Los Angeles for a crash course in influence. Inside the UCLA classroom of the film professor Robert Rosen, a parade of Hollywood executives conducted a series of lectures on America's entertainment industry. The students had been chosen by their country's state administration of radio, film, and television, which is... That's the big cheese that runs the show over there. And the students were in Los Angeles with a mandate to learn how the American film industry had achieved its status as the leader in global culture and how China could recreate that achievement back home. Yeah. 
uh, various executives such as so-and-so spoke about his film operations, a conglomerate grown out of a collection of Nickelodeon's uh, cartoons founded in 1912. So did the CEO of Metro MGM, a company that was established before the talkie and eventually produced the Wizard of Oz West Side Story, West Side Story and the Silence of the Lambs. An agent at William Morris, the talent agency that counts Matt Damon and Denzel Washington talked about how he managed America's biggest movie stars. An independent producer explained the art of putting a movie's finances together. And the head of the MPAA detailed how his organization's lobbying work in Washington on behalf of the nation's entertainers. So this is what they did. China sent a group of students, like 20 people, to go sit in a room at UCLA and sit with the most famous professor there in the fucking film school. Heads of fucking studios showed up. A bunch of agents from the biggest agency showed up. A couple of independent producers there were there to tell them about the financing. And the MPAA was there to tell them how they lobby the U.S. government. And how they censor and kind of rate films. So every aspect of the film industry was present at these kind of courses yeah. that they were teaching. Yeah. So that's, that's their goal, dude. Their well, goal with all of this is to eventually take over America as the main cultural yes. producer of entertainment in the world. Because That's they, their goal with all of this. 100%. Because they saw how we did it. And we've been doing it for fucking 50 fucking That years. is why there's a cap on foreign movies in their country. The only reason they let them in in the first place was to bring Chinese audiences back to the theaters. Then they wanted to figure out how to make their own fucking movies. Yeah. Now, I was also reading something. Here's the problem. They don't know how to fucking sell them to other countries. Yeah, yeah. That's the biggest problem that they're facing right now, which but, is skipping ahead. But that that's their goal. Yes. It's called... Uh, wait, what, what is it called? What is it called? Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's part of the Chinese state's soft power mission. Wow. I don't know anything about that. So that's... It's the cultural dominance that they want to export to the world. Okay. It's not military might. It's not strong arming people. It's here, man. It's not even really economic. It's just, it's all in your mind, dude. Yeah. The soft power of China is the indirect and non military influence of the PRC, People's Republic of China, that can be observed outside the country and around the world. Yeah. That is the goal with all this. Yeah. So while we're over here just looking at fucking dollar signs. Yeah. They're looking at us going, you fucking idiots, dude. Exactly. We're going to steal your shit. And, and now to the point where, so this is their plan. They're, they've already oh, real, been doing it. They've been doing this in other industries real quick. Yeah. I just want to add. They've been doing this. There's no uh, intellectual property laws, for example. Yeah. So they'll buy 51% of like a chip manufacturing company. Yeah. That's based in like England. Yeah. And uh, they'll get all their intellectual property and just fold up the tent, start their own fucking company. That's what they're trying to do with the film industry. Oh, my God, dude. I, I interrupted you. Go ahead. No, this is... Dude, and, like, 
are it's like the like the U.S. is just blinded by the fucking dollars and cents. I mean, in Hollywood, obviously too. Yeah. So like, yeah, of course, is, that's what it is. We're always sees the fucking money. This is this is it. Like this is the plan, and to the extent now where all these studios now know, and for the first time ever in 2020 was when China took over as the number one. Uh, Film industry, like what is it? Made oh, as the far most as money, as far as revenue, but that's bullshit because it was the COVID year. Fuck it, dude. I mean, they haven't gone back since. It was on an incline before. In oh shit! I, I thought that was just like uh, the one year they did. It. No, dude. Oh, okay. They surpassed okay. us. They surpassed the U.S. So in 2018, it was they're the like, biggest film market. They're the for biggest ticket film sales. market. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So now, what these studios are doing. Is because the fucking money's there, because they're blinded by the fucking green and not the red, they're fucking preemptively and anticipatory, anticipatorily like making the movie so that they don't have to go yeah. through the fucking. They're not even. And, they're not even like worried about giving it to their Chinese censors anymore. They're just we're doing it ourselves now. Yeah, yeah. Oh, dude. The. Yeah, the art. That's that's where gone, we're at now, dude. dude. The art is gone, dude. Um, so let's do this. Let's go through uh, kind of the rest of the history. And then we'll talk about, uh, I guess, the censorship. Pro- do you have stuff on like the censorship program? So I mean, I you know you can talk about that now. Yes. Go ahead, man. So like, so what we were just talking about of obviously anticipating when you send a film in. So the way that they do this is. The Chinese have their fucking their government people, and then they have their Communist Party people. So the fucking movies that they want to send in, if you want to send in a movie to China, you have this. You send it to these people, the fucking Chinese people, who look at it, screen it, and are like, uh, "Is there anything about Tibet? Is there anything crazy about uh, uh, you know?" people being free or like overcoming the government or anything like that. You got to change that. Is there, is the, is the bad guy a, a Chinese? No, let's make him Japanese. Let's make him fucking from somewhere. So they just tweak little things here and there. And when, when it passes the fucking play the movie. So that like, that's their, basically their whole screening process. Like, yeah, so it's any it's it's just anything. Uh, I'm trying to find the fucking quote because it's so perfect, dude. Um, but yeah, so in addition to that, they also determine what the release dates are, how much advertising a film receives, and the number of theaters in which it can screen. Uh, oh, and studios like lobby them to like get bigger releases and like yeah. you know what I mean. And it gets a little muddier later on. So this, we're still around like 2008, 2012. Yeah. That's where we are right now. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, it's, it's fucking crazy. To stay out of financial trouble, Hollywood has modified, obfuscated, and even eliminated content that foreign regulators deemed inappropriate in an effort to appease global in quotes, global audiences yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, sure, <laughs> of sure, vastly sure. different cultural, religious, and political persuasions. Yeah. The self-censorship trend, which is what you mentioned, yeah. has only intensified in the last decade with the majority of moviegoers now living abroad. 
which accounts for up to 80% of Hollywood's box office income. So 80% of box office does not happen in America. It happens in the rest of the world. So that's kind of their, they're like, this is where the money is. Yeah. Yeah. And that was in 2015. So it's even crazier now. Yeah. Um, so a couple other things here. We're at two, 2012, correct? Yeah. This is, I mean, 2012 is when Biden struck the deal for 34 movies. Right. With a 25%. Right. So another thing that happens in 2012 is uh, a Chinese billionaire invests $2.6 billion in AMC movie theaters. AMC movie theaters went public shortly after that. So that was the kind of the one piece of the puzzle that they couldn't learn from UCLA is how the fuck do we do the movie theater thing? Yeah. So this billionaire invests in AMC. AMC is now the biggest theater chain in the United States by yeah. far. Yeah. Uh, it's also, you know, part of the uh, recent GameStop stock frenzy from a couple years ago, which is fucking gay as shit, dude. <laughs> But uh, anyways, dude, good for AMC. I like AMC theaters. But so let's let's do number of cinema screens in China from 2009 to 2021. All right, 2009, 4,723 screens. Screens. So we're talking Total maybe screens. like. So there's what 30. It's probably like 30 screens at a theater. I was gonna even say maybe less. It's probably yeah, that's a that's like a big theater. Yeah. 2010, I pretty much double it. 6,200. 2011. 9,286. 2012, the year I mentioned, 13,118. All right? So then that guy invests in AMC. Yeah. Next year, they add another 5,000. The year after that, they add another 5,000. So they're basically going 5,000 theaters a clip every or screens every single year. Yeah. So they're just building fucking theaters. Yeah. They're trying to figure that. They're massively and quickly figuring out this business. Yes. Yeah. All right. So that's what they fucking let's just do, skip though, ahead. man. Let's just skip ahead. So from 2009 to 2015, they went from 4,000 screens to 31,000 screens. In 2001, 82,000 screens, dude. 2021, sorry. 82,000 fucking movie screens, dude. Yeah. Um, here's a couple of other interesting events that kind of happened. Uh, 2015, a company called Perfect World, it's a Chinese company, agreed to co-finance 50 films with Universal Studios in a $500 million deal. So they're co-financing, co-producing all these movies. So now this is not the next piece in the puzzle is they start officially partnering with yes. the studios. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. For release and distribution, fucking nuts. Well, the ones. So <clears throat> I wanted to at least so that anybody who listens to this can fucking see which studios. I mean, the ones that they partnered with, at least from what I saw with the China Film Group, Columbia, I mean, Making Pixels with Adam Sandler. Right. Teaming up with Happy Madison Productions. Right. The Furious fucking... Fast and Furious fucking movies, obviously. That's yep. Universal. Yep. Ha, Weinstein, the Weinstein Company. Uh, Netflix. 
Did I say, yeah, Columbia. I mean, dude, it was fucking. So now they're becoming partners with all of our, and they're investing huge amounts of money. So they're, they're essentially getting their fucking, like I had mentioned before, where, you know, they buy, they buy 51% of a, it's not there yet, but that's their goal. Their goal is to get 51% of universal fucking figure out I'd love to how to do it right now. fire fucking everybody yeah <laughs> you know what i mean yeah like dude. that's their whole goal with it man all right so the next thing i wanted to just say we'll get back to the timeline here but a couple other things uh total yearly box office for china mm-hmm. i don't know how awesome these numbers are because it's coming from box office mojo which is like it's the only place that does this reports yeah. like numbers all right so in 2002 the highest grossing movie in China was Star Wars 2, Attack of the Clones, and uh, $5 million total. $5 million total was the market in China. Oh, okay. Now, I don't know if they weren't reporting Chinese movies also into this mm-hmm. for 2002. Okay. So by 2006, that $5 million had bumped up to $156 million. And it was an actual Chinese movie that was, so it goes, Star Wars Episode Two, Italian Job, Lord of the Rings, Return of the King. That was the first movie that went over $50 million for them in total box office. Right, right. Star Wars Episode Three, Curse of the Golden Flower. That was the highest grossing film in China that year. Okay, so by 2012, which is where we were kind of, Leaving off that period. Right. Just under a billion dollars. Okay. Jesus. By 26, by 2015, six billion dollars. Oh my God. Annually. That's their, that's, yeah, okay. Now here's the highest 2018. No, I'm sorry. 2018, it hits nine billion dollars. Yeah. 2019, nine billion dollars. 2020 dips. But, that's what you start to see. You start to see every year it being an American movie. Yeah. Whereas pretty much every other year it's a Chinese movie or an American movie. Yeah. As the highest grossing. Well, yeah. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And yeah. just the amount of money just stacking. Well, and I don't know if you, stacking. And I don't know if you saw any of this, but like they, dude, like the Chinese are like they know what they're doing. They've had control of a billion people. Yeah. Like, they've had control of a billion fucking people. Like, why not, like, let's shoot for some more? Yeah. You know? And they're aiming and in favor of making, not to just specifically out these garbage-ass movies, but the Marvel franchise is like their bread and butter. That's their thing. All oh, the movies they keep, make are like those. Keep making yeah. this, dude. Yeah. All, all day. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. There's little tells. It's a Chinese phone. Fucking one of the Wahlberg movies where he's in it. He's fucking cashing out at an ATM that's a Chinese bank. Uh, <laughs> like, dude, just little shit that you can... Like, we probably don't even see it, but like... Dude, you can fucking spot shit like that and, and just be like, Well, that was kind of weird. That's whatever. But dude, the manipulation... Is keep making these movies, keep make, keep dumbing it down, and make it like good guy versus bad guy. Good guy looks like a good guy, bad guy looks like a bad guy, and the good guy wins in two hours. And if it's uh, 
all the good guys against all the bad guys, guess what? It gets to be a three-hour movie like it's a real film. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you get to say it's one of the best films in history because... You, you, you know why? Because more people want to go see it than any other movie in history. Lick the back of my fucking bag, dude. Yeah. Like, the, the art goes down the fucking drain. It's about what keeps... It, it's about stimulation and fucking uh, just directing your your ears and eyes to... They don't make good movies, yeah. is the point. Exactly. They like shit. Yeah. They don't even like cool... like. Some of the Marvel movies are fine. They're fine. But it's all yeah, like it's it's all like PG thirteen good guys and bad guys bullshit. Perfect. It's not even good rated R action movies. And man. and to tug on the fucking nostalgia of thirty and forty year old people who are like That's yeah, that's oh. who that's who loves it here. Oh man, yeah. Like yeah, you, you really don't like those people. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't no. either, but yeah, I'm just looking at the disgust <laughs> in your fucking face, dude. Because I, I know you're thinking of actual people yeah. that you don't want to yeah. know. <laughs> like, I see your fingers twitching. You know, you're, like, squeezing the mic like yeah. you want to bash somebody's head in, dude. I can yeah. see it. Yeah, um, man, I don't want to talk about it, but, you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just talked about it for five minutes. What do you mean, man? Um, no, that's, so that's what it is. That's like where they're at. They don't do cool shit. All they do is Marvel bullshit. Yeah. All right. But anyways, real quick, just to tag on to those, uh, so over 80,000 screens in China, we had as of 2020, 41,000 in the United States, not even fucking close. Yeah. Isn't that nuts? Well, like you were saying before, like they wanted to bring people back. To the yeah. theaters and again, oh yeah, again a bill over a billion people. And most people don't understand the difference of a billion to a million because it's so we're fucking much. Dude. We're we're a th- fucking three hundred and forty, three hundred fifty million people, dude. That's they piss on that, dude. That's nothing to them. Yeah, like, man. That's why these American studios want the exposure of seven billion or i'm sorry one billion fucking people to you know and they'll cater to it they'll bend over to it that, that's that just was in 95 that they had 1.2 billion people oh yeah i, I mean, mean i don't know how much they have it's probably you know they kind of regulate that yeah well they <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's a, that's a really good fucking point i didn't think of that dude um well, all right so i just want to make two last things out of the timeline yeah so basically um do 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 do. <clears throat> January 11, twenty sixteen, Chinese conglomerate Wanda Group announced that it had concluded an agreement with shareholders to acquire Legendary Entertainment for three point five billion, making it the largest ac- acquisition of an American media company by a Chinese firm. So now they're buying production companies. Yeah. They've already made partnership agreements at this point with yeah. the actual studios. Now they're just buying up the production companies. Yeah. Uh, Tencent takes t- t- 2018. Tencent, which is the biggest company in China, yeah. takes an interest in Skydance, which is... I, is that Tom Cruise's company? 
Or is it J.J. Abrams? J.J. Abrams is a bad Dude, robot, No right? clue. No clue. I fucking can't remember. Anyways, and agrees to co-finance Tencent. So they're just starting to get into the production companies now. Yeah. That's like kind of where they're starting to, as I mentioned, starting to get their fucking fingers and tentacles into all these various companies. <laughs> fucking Chinese tentacles. China. China. Yeah, They've man. got their tentacles in Hollywood. Yeah. Um, so that's that's just kind of where we're at. You know, the only thing I wanted to say about the timeline is what you mentioned earlier. Just kind of wrap that up. Um, twenty twenty, they became the world's. Twenty twenty, they surpassed the. So, US. go from back in ninety five, not knowing what the fuck even the film market was to twenty twenty. They're the largest market in the world. They have their tentacles in all these companies. <laughs> And they're starting to produce It's starting to figure out how to at least make bullshit Marvel movies. Like, they're yeah. starting to figure out how to do that. Yeah. Well, so that's where, that's how quickly and massively it's grown. And, and this is what I think. You gotta, you know, just how you give fucked up credit to the way a lot of dictators have been able to mass manipulate people. Right. You got to give credit to fucking China because I think that this isn't like let's test the waters in 94, 95 and and see what it'll be like to open shit up. I think this was like this was a long fucking plan. Of course, man. And we'll get through. You know what? America is America's about, you know, going. They dude, We've been one of the things that I read was like, where did they learn to do this? How do they fucking? Why do they want to do this? We told them. Yeah, show like we yeah, put, man. Put out a this fucking what's blueprint. Going on. Oh, dude, you guys want to know about movies? They're like, dude, dude, you, come on, man. We'll fucking, show you. You fucking play our shit, dude. We'll tell you how it's done. Man. Yeah, man. So, you know? I think for a long time it was just, uh, it was definitely just like, you know. We're going to do this. Yeah. And yeah, every, it'll be the just, long fucking con. It's, and it's, no big deal. Just to wrap it up. Not even to wrap it up. I just want to read a couple things. Uh, just back to that soft power mission. In yeah. this regard, China's Hollywood partners are entrusted with the responsibility of safeguarding China's image on screen. That's all it is. Yeah. They're spreading their cultural tentacles everywhere. And this is actually pretty funny. Wait, wait for this. This is taken from an article, but this guy who wrote a book on this topic. Um, his name's Carl, Carl Schwartzel. Schwartzel, yeah, Eric, dude. Eric Schwartzel. Yeah, dude. So in early 2020, I had lunch at a vegan restaurant blocks from Warner Brothers with an executive who had worked in China. Before we could begin talking... She turned off her cell phone and put it in her purse underneath the table. When that didn't assuage her fears, she took her purse to the other side of the restaurant and asked the staff to keep it behind the counter. Then she wondered if she should go put it in her car because she heard that Chinese government that the Chinese government could surveil a conversation even from across the room. Chinese paranoia had infiltrated Burbank. How is this ideology still around? <laughs> How, that's my fucking... That's Looney isn't Tunes that, nuts. Isn't that fucking crazy? This is a Warner Brothers executive. 
Who's then, afraid that they put the fucking Pegasus software on her phone, dude? <laughs> like, are you kidding me? That's Looney Tunes nuts. That's what I mean. My She's whole, a fucking film executive. My whole, She's that afraid. My whole thing on this, this is why I'm so fascinated by it. It's like, we not, like most people should know that this is happening. Like, people I think, who, I think people are kind of like, oh, yeah. yeah I yeah. think the consensus of people who enjoy going to see quality movies the majority of them have been like, it's been absolute trash for like 20 years. Yeah. Like, there are, I mean, there's good movies out there. It's just not, it's not what it used to be. It's not what it used to be. It's not the fucking 1970s. Or even the fucking 90s. Even the night, dude. Even you the remember 90s. the things that would be up for fucking Oscar? Oh, dude, we didn't even talk about fucking Richard Gere, dude. Fucking. Oh, dude, Richard oh, Gere, man. Oh, my God. Well, let's, when we get to all the examples of shit, yeah. which is, I guess, all we have left to talk about. Yeah. Talk about Richard Gere, man. Dude. <laughs> this guy. I'm gonna, I think we should go put, to the bathroom real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here, we'll pause. We'll pause. You want to pause? Yeah, we'll pause. All right. All right, we're back. And I forgot what the fuck we were saying before we. No, we just. Well, yeah. yeah we yeah. kind of covered it. We're just talking about examples of fucking them censoring shit. Oh, no. You know what I was going to say? It was what fucking Richard say? Gere. Richard Gere. So. It was gonna, he's he's at the Oscars, about to present an award for some fucking bullshit who touched the most kids that year. Um, mm-hmm. And it's a good award. Yeah, and uh, he takes a moment, and we're talking. This is 1993, I believe, and he just takes a moment, as they're known to do, biggest stage, and he goes, "Man, somebody told me that." A billion people are watching this right now. Isn't that amazing? You know, and it got me thinking, a billion people. You know what the Chinese are doing to the Tibetan people? The, the what do you call it? The human... Uh, human toll? No, just like... like uh, human tragedy? Yeah, just, yeah, something like that. Something along those lines. Of just like the Just like the horrible things that are happening there. And all I would like to do is just, you know, if we can just send, you know, a, a message of positivity that, you know, we're in support with them. And, you know, just if we could just send them that, you know, and he gets pretty good applause from the crowd, you know. Yeah. Never heard from again <laughs> in Hollywood. The guy just disappeared. Richard Gere? Richard Gere. What do you mean? They just never put him in a big time movie ever again. Sure he was, dude. 1993 Mothman prophecies <laughs> 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 Shit I mean you might be right dude I don't know I Dude I'm trying to think No he was in like He was in movies Dude after, But he wasn't like a huge star He was huge in the 90s And then he said that And he got fucking Bone Really hard, dude Oh yeah I didn't Oh wow that's I thought it was all those gerbil rumors, dude. Well, that people think that that tied. That's into why it. they spread it, dude. They they think that that tied into it, like the the science, because he's a Buddhist. And they well, think, there you go. That's why he brought that shit up. Yeah, and they uh, they think that along with China just being like, dude, shut the fuck up. Like, interesting. He's in Chicago, Mothman Prophecies, and Unfaithful. Those are three huge movies in two thousand two. Ever since then, he hasn't done dick. Yeah. So that was like late 90s, or when was that? That was 1993. Oh, that was early 90s. Shit. Yeah. 
So he didn't do I don't know, for man. He's in Primal Fear, dude. The Jackal. Runaway Bride. What year? What year? What, are, what years are we 96, talking? 97, 99. Those weren't that big of movies, though, dude. Primal Fear was fucking massive. In fact, that might even be... Are you sure it was 93? I think it was 93, 94. Dude. I think it might be 96, because Primal Fear, I think he might have like been nominated. No, dude. Yeah, let's dude. See. Let's, look, let's look this shit up. Let me look this shit up. Let me see. Richard Gear Chan. Uh, 1993 Oscars, dude. There you go, man. But, dude, he, I mean, I don't think, I'm saying, he was, in some he big was massive. Now. I'm saying, like, Eternal Affairs. I'm talking before this now. Yeah. Pretty Woman. Yeah. Yeah. And he was your leading guy, you know, Officer he, and a Gentleman. Yeah. He was your leading fucking guy. I don't, I, all I'm saying is, I don't think it was as bad as you say, but I believe it 100%. I mean, I'm, I'm that I'm sure like, he only worked with Sony after that, dude. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I'm putting a little salt on it, but I mean, I think... Yeah. Uh, no, you're probably I right. It, I mean, certainly I'm, didn't not, help him. I'm not saying you're wrong, dude, but yeah. It didn't help him. And I, and I think the gerbil thing... I mean, dude, I don't like Richard Gere. I... I I, think I, got he, no, I got no problem with Richard. Gere. I don't got any problem you know? with him either, dude. I used to love uh, Diane Lane and Unfaithful. I used to watch that movie by myself all the time. That's weird. I used to watch those those couple scenes. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, I wasn't watching it. I was because <laughs> I I kind of didn't put it together. I was like, yeah, I never saw that movie, but oh, okay, okay. Uh, yeah. Antonio Banderas. Nails her, right? Is no, that who's in that? some French dude. Oh, that guy. Some French actor. That fucking He's guy, He's in it for right? like 10 minutes. And yeah, and then he gets a fucking chair to the face, dude. No, he gets a snow globe to the dome. Oh, shit. Richard Gere. And, and there's the movie about up. them, like, hiding the body and shit? No, he, I mean, he rolls them up in a carpet and then, like, like... If that was real life... Yeah. You, you gotta kill your wife, too. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, that's always how that goes, dude. Like, you know what I mean? But None she, of those guys ever stop at just killing that guy. Well, they kill everybody it. in the fucking room. I like, that's just it. I think uh, he finds out that, you know, obviously his wife is having this affair. And they have, like, a kid. And then... Oh, uh, uh, well, okay. Yeah, yeah. And then... That complicates uh, things. When he he confronts him in a, this like real awkward like, because I forget exactly how they know each other. I think he pretends to go to like the same library or some shit like that. And then he like invites him over. He's in the house some way, and he fucking just just kills him, decks him with a fucking snow globe. Yeah, and takes him, him out. Yeah, rolls him up in a carpet. Nice. Takes him to the dump. Fucking end of story. And then just like the rest of the movie is like. Can he live with his guilt? The answer is... Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> Fuck that guy, dude. Fuck that dead bitch. <laughs> Smack from Always Sunny. Fuck that dead bitch, dude. Fuck that dead bitch. <laughs> that bitch is dead. <laughs> All right, so here's, here's some of the weirder or kind of just interesting examples of some of the censorship we were talking about. Dude, this is weird. Um, this is the most bizarre one, I think, um, is Fight Club. 
So, because you haven't actually watched this, why don't you just hit play and watch this? Okay, this one right here should be yeah. it, right? Okay. Um, all right, so Edward, Edward Norton in the movie, he's got the gun. He's trying to figure out how to kill Brad Pitt, and he finally realizes he shoots himself in the fucking head or in the face. So hit pause real quick. Hit, hit pause real quick. So in the movie, in the regular movie, he realizes he's he's a figment of his imagination or a double personality, whatever. So he shoots himself in the, through the mouth to, in quotes, kill Spoiler him. alert. And then Project Mayhem continues and a bunch of the buildings get blown up. But in the Chinese version, play this music again real quick. Hit pause. So while that's going on, a fucking thing pops on the screen that says, through the clue provided by Tyler, the police rapidly figured out oh figured out the whole plan and arrested all criminals, successfully preventing the bomb from exploding. After the trial, Tyler was sent to the lunatic asylum receiving psych- psychological treatment. He was <laughs> discharged from the hospital later. Jesus Christ. Right. That's how they ended the fucking movie with that stupid music. And then it's just credits. Do, 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 do. Oh no, he, he was discharged from the hospital in 2012. Yeah. He just made it out and you know what? Roll the credits. Just listen to the music though. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. It all turns out okay in the end. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Holy so, fuck, dude! That was, I think, the fucking dumbest thing I've ever seen. But um, I don't. Did you see uh, what's the name of the guy, Chuck? Chuck Palahniuk. Yeah. Did you see his commentary on? He had never seen that, and he heard about it. Oh, he never saw that before, huh? So he was like, "Well, they fucked up my ending." To, anyway, I didn't read the book to it. But I read the book such a long time ago. I didn't even remember it being different than the movie. But for some one way or another, he's like, yeah, well, they just fucked up my ending anyway. He's like, I find it funny, not like, I'm not like mad. I think it's a funny fucking That ending. guy is so, so weird. That he's is very that is weird. fucking cool, though, he's dude. very weird. He had a fucked up I'm sure David too. Fincher was losing his fucking mind, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that guy's just, he's a great filmmaker. I guess he's, I, I guess he's a nut job, though. Like, yeah. Yeah, he's one of those assholes. He'll do like sixty takes, dude. That's insane. Or something crazy. Not sixty, but like twenty to thirty. But still, like that's like wait. You know, what Clint Eastwood does. Clint Eastwood does one take. If nobody fucks up, he's like, "Cut it. Let's roll, dude." Cut the tape. <laughs> yeah, it's good. I don't want to <laughs> die before this film ends. <laughs> You're asking yourself, was that five takes or six? It's one. <laughs> um, yeah, um, another one of these funny fucking. Uh, oh, dude, I my favorite one is Red Dawn, which have you seen the '80s movie? No, it's Swayze, it's Charlie I know, Sheen, I know, but it's I Jennifer Grey, never see Thomas. It. It's like a classic. Yeah, '80s movie. I love that movie. Yeah. And they remake it in 2012 with, like, Chris Hemsworth. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And, like, uh, that kid from the Disney Channel. I forget that 
fucking punk bitch's name, dude. Yeah. Um, and they originally, the studio made China the enemy. And then they were like, oh, fuck. Like, what are we doing? Because <laughs> <laughs> the whole premise of the movie is the original one, it was Cuba and Russia invades the United States. And the second one, it was China. Yeah. So they're done with production. And they're like, fuck, what, what did we do that for? So they had to go back and edit everything out with CGI and make it North Korea after they finished the movie. That's they spent like millions of dollars wild, after, after the fact. Oh, my God. Dude. And like lost money on the movie specifically because that. Well, that, that's one thing we haven't talked it's about. It's like that, dude, now it's like you either lose or you profit based yeah, on Yeah, well, for the big budget, the big budget movies. Yeah. Because you either make money in China or you don't make money at all. Yes. Like, that's where it's gotten to. Which, like, dude, how are we not... How is the U.S. not making money off of movies? They were making that's, money off of movies before China. Because they're... Well, it's specifically these big budget... Like, you look at a production company like Bloomhouse, which makes, like, horror shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, dude, the budget is $5 million. I'm not giving you any fucking more money. Yeah. If you want more money, suck my dick. Finish yeah. the fucking movie. Right. And then like, you know, they spend five million and they make forty million. Like they made the movie you just saw. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they probably spent ten million bucks on that and made like eighty. Yeah. It's shot in a fucking neighborhood. And occasionally they'll make like a seventy seventy million dollar budget movie. And they're like crossing they're like Right, right. Fuck, this is huge. Probably for, for like... Do you know what I'm saying? Probably when they shoot the Halloween fucking movies. Yeah. That's yeah, probably yeah. when like, they have their Yeah, part. yeah, exactly. Or like A24, dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? They Neon releasing. These kind of more indie... Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're still making money on movies. Right. It's just that the big Warner Brothers, Universal, they need big pops, man. Yeah. Like... um. But that's like, dude, uh, like I, so look, we understand and we've talked about how this happens, why this is happening. Like, how do we stop this? It's There's not good. No I stop. mean, eventually it's just, you yeah. know, either it's either one studio is going to fail and like implode on itself. Yeah. Because they fuck up with like four movies in a row. Yeah. And then like, you know, other smaller to mid-level studios level up. Yeah, 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 And their business model, you know, they kind of bring that... You know, it's just all kind of cyclical, dude. Yeah. I, I don't know. There's a couple people who they were suggesting... So, like, that was kind of my question. I was like, dude, are we just, like, fucked in all of this? Can a product that's... So, like, a question was, can you make a product that is profitable without being in the Chinese market? And these people were saying with a resounding no... So much of Hollywood's business today resides on shaky ground. Right. Uh, right. Yet even as China's investment in Hollywood has slowed amid a trade war with the U.S., Chinese moviegoers provide a rare constant for studios, a market for guaranteed profit. As long as Beijing yeah. provide, pr- proves, uh, or as Beijing proves. So then this guy suggested that perhaps Hollywood studios could band together to rewrite the rules. But that's like, I don't agree with that either. None of dude, them would ever fucking do that. Yeah. If They'd you, be like, suck my dick, bitch. Yeah. We were on top this year. Fuck you. 
And none of the, the other thing is like they don't care. They're not trying to make Hollywood better. They're trying to make money, dude. Yeah. yeah they don't. Yeah. Why would they give a fuck about any of the other studios? Yeah. Like, or the film business in general. None yeah. of them give a shit about that. Well, I think the, what, here's I, why. Here's why I don't really care is because like I don't like all the movies that we're talking about. The exception of like Fight Club, like. I guess, like, do you think they would have made that movie today? Fight Club? No. I guess that's the question. No, but I mean, it... Because it, how much did they really spend on that? Do you I know what know. I mean? Yeah. I mean, I if get it, your point, it, too. If it prevents movies like that from being made in the future, yeah. then I think it's a problem. But, like... But I think that is, because assume a guy that has been working, you know, a guy that's an up-and-coming director, producer, writer, whatever the fuck he is... Like, hey, I got this good idea for a movie. We could use these people and these people. And ultimately, all those people are like, well, we have contracts with these Chinese folks that won't allow you to work with this person and this person. And this I, guess person. It's, I guess it's all about the budget. If it's under $10 million, think, you can make whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. If it's over 50, yeah, yeah, you're not yeah, getting yeah. shit made unless right. it's going to get sold in China. Because ultimately... I guess that's the point. Yeah, because this guy, his... Closing arguments. I don't think we'll ever really draw a line in the sand. No, just, I agree with that. We're just fucked as it is. I agree but with that. I, I agree with you saying, to an extent, like, I'm just bothered by the... Why take a chance if you're a studio head on Fight Club when you can just make another Marvel movie and make a billion dollars in China? I guess that's the point. But see, I mean, dude, why but, take the chance? Yeah, but the when there's guaranteed money. Yeah, dude, but you love good movies, like yeah, I know. So like, I know there'll be just less good movies. Yeah, it sucks, dude. I mean, <laughs> yeah, they'll, I they'll be. Right. That's I guess my you're point, right, dude. My point is, there'll be less good movies, and sure, there'll be like one that's fucking amazing, like a groundbreaking yeah. movie, and you'll get one of those every ten years. Right. Every 15. Whereas, like, you get, like, two, three groundbreaking movies every five years back in, like, the 70s, back in the 90s. Like, just, like, life-altering. I'll tell you what's picking the slack up for that, though. Uh, TV has gotten way better. I think TV's filled the gap of some of those better movies. Like, they're not going to make Fight Club now, but they'll make... They'll make Ozark instead. They're already in. They're already into the TV game too, which know? is a whole other conversation, yeah, yeah. which I didn't really look into. Yeah, that's yeah, fucked, yeah. though, man. They're, they're, see, that's just it. See, my biggest Netflix, problem yeah, with this yeah. is the political. Like, like it's not going to stop at movies. It's not going to stop at TV shows. It's not going to stop at advertisements. It's not going to stop at getting fucking, their tentacles in it all. It's man. not going to stop at. Like, next thing you know, it's going to be about fucking airplanes. It's going to be about fucking Uber. It's going to be about fucking, uh, you know? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. No, I get what you're saying. That's my fucking yeah with all this. You end up fucking bending over for green, and you forget that you got a fucking red torpedo going. You got right to get a good balance Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. There's always got to be a balance there. So, so I don't know. That's a good question. Do you think a studio will ever start taking chances on movies? Excuse me, movies like Fight Club again. Who knows? That's just man. it. 
And if they do, you might never, you might hear about it five years after the movie's out. Be like, dude, I fucking. Well, no, that's what I mean. Like big, big advertisement, big production for like a weird movie. You know what I mean? That's not like a horror movie. Right. Because horror movies seem to be like Jordan Peele, for example. Yeah. He's gotten two, his last two movies, the one that's coming out and the last one. I mean, they give him money. They give him huge marketing. But he he's he's been compromised. You think he's compromised? Yeah. By the Chinacoms. Not by I think he's just uh he'll do what the left you know, that's what I mean. He'll be oh. you know and I like the guy. Very funny, very amazing, one of the best to do what he's doing right now. But he You he think will, he'll succumb succumb to socially it. he's yeah. He's been compromised. He's compromised. Not by the Chai Coms. It's fucking Chai Coms. <laughs> so mad. Bring our movies home. God damn it, dude. Put on some fucking Rambo right now, dude. God damn um, it. But, uh, yeah. yeah. I, mean, I think it's funny we should talk about it. So, we just watched this Fight Club thing. I was just going to tell you. I don't know if you ever. Do you remember the movie In Good Company? No. It, nobody does. Because it was a silly little rom-com with Dennis Quaid and Topher Grace. It's oh, PG-13. Yeah, yeah vaguely. It's, it's, I totally phoned in that Dennis Quaid movie. Yeah, yeah, That's a, that's a line from uh, one of the Ocean's movies. <laughs> like Brad Pitt goes up. He owns yeah. the hotel. Oh, yeah, 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 that's right. And he, like, knocks on the door. He's like, get the fuck away. He's like, it's me, man. Like, I love her, dude. <laughs> <laughs> The room's I a fucking mess, dude. I quit the show. Yeah. I totally phoned in that Dennis Quaid movie. <laughs> <laughs> I love her, man. Oh, so good. But Topher, she's driving me nuts. Topher gets overlooked, man. <laughs> he like he was so good in the 70s show, and he just he didn't get away from it soon enough, <laughs> I, I dude. I quit the show. Um, so they make this little movie, and it didn't get played in fucking China. And it was funny, because it was like... Why would this like rom com PG thirteen movie not be allowed? So like, uh, let me read this for you here. He was running the MP- MPAA in the early days of China Hollywood relationships. He said to a counterpart in China, "Why would you? Why wouldn't you let this movie in? As you said, it's an innocuous PG thirteen rom com. This uh, this oh you gotta." This commie, yeah, you're good, you're good. Uh, this commie person screening the movies for China said, "Well, the story is of this young guy getting a job and unseating the man in charge. That's a theme we cannot abide here oh, because wow. it's not respecting your elders and instead challenging authority. Any storyline that continues that theme could provide to be a fissure in the stability of in the stability that we are trying to." maintain here at all times like dude this is like you i don't think people get the extent of the propaganda dude you know what yeah I mean? that's crazy like and i i mean whereas we would think, it's just a dumb movie it's just a dumb fucking like, what the movie fuck? they're like no 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 we don't nah, even nah, want a little dude. drop that's, of hope on that fucking yeah seed, dude no 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 so um yeah. It, yeah, and it, all of it is it can be as blatant as like Doctor Strange cuz they have 
a guy whose his sidekick is like a Tibetan yeah. mystic guy. They so don't show like that whole movie, right? Banned in China. Yeah. Spider-Man, one of the Spider-Mans. Yep, yep. Also banned it because Doctor Strange is part of it. So it goes from that, yeah. which is like outright, don't fuck with us. Yeah. Tibet is it's one China. Yeah. To inno- as innocuous as the shit you just said. Yes. Or we're just like, what? Yeah. Like, I at least, you know, yeah, yeah. Well, like, um, in, in the censorship for some of those, like, they, uh, they didn't want Back to the Future. They didn't yeah. want that play. What did they say it, about it? Was it deemed frivolous and <laughs> disrespectful <laughs> of history. Especially if such stories suggest the ability to alter reality. They hate time travel. Oh, they hate it, dude. They you hate can't go time back travel. and change time, dude. In fact, well, I had, I had a time travel one. Oh, Looper. Looper, yeah. Featuring so they Looper. love Looper because it made Sh- Shanghai look yeah. like... The dialogue clean. depicting China as a representation of the future. So I thought this was crazy. They changed the script of that movie. Because if you remember in the movie, he's learning French the whole time. He's like practicing French. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he goes to Jeff Daniels, who's like the head bad guy, and he's yeah. like, he's like, uh, so what are you gonna do when it's all over? He's like, I'm going to France. He's like, you should go to China. He's like, I'm learning French. He's like, you should learn Chinese. Yeah. And the whole I guess idea of it is that everywhere else sucks. The only place is yeah, that's good is, yeah, that's is China. Right. Isn't that fucked up? Oh my god! That movie's all right. It's I, yeah, you know, I thought it was okay. I didn't even think of that though. I had heard it's, that it was subtle. Yeah, in kind of nondescript to the plot. It's, it's exactly how they get. Then you. I think back and I'm like, oh yeah, because Bruce Willis plays the older him. Yep. Ends up marrying a younger Chinese woman. Yep. I'm like, holy shit! They changed the fucking movie because it says in there the rest of the movie was supposed to take place in Paris. Yeah. But. Amid concerns of it being too expensive to shoot, and then the fact that they couldn't, weren't going to be able to sell it to China, unless they kind of, you know, kicked in, they changed the fucking dude. script, dude. Isn't that nuts? Ooh. Yeah, dude. I mean, uh, it's little shit like that. That's, and that's, that's, guys. They're like, well, it's not changing. That's how propaganda works. Yeah. It's not going to be a fucking blatant fucking thing it's gonna be subconscious it's gonna be yeah. like you don't even fucking think about it so like another one here uh they banned bohemian rest yeah they, they don't like gay shit dude they don't like any lgbtq yeah. stuff yep they banned pirates of the Caribbean. No, no they didn't ban it they cut out all the uh, oh prohibited yeah they cut out all the scenes with uh, ghosts and cannibalism that's what they, uh, they cut out all the scenes of freddie mercury making out with dudes oh yeah yeah, yeah. um okay. But uh, yeah, they hate ghosts, Pirates of the Caribbean, ghosts yeah. and cannibalism. They banned the, um, they banned that one, right? Yeah. yeah. So the one before that, uh, where Chow Yun Fat, yeah, they cut all of his scenes from the fucking movie. So I never saw this movie. So I was wondering, did they just cut his scenes from the American version as well? Because they made it, it Chow Fat is from Hong Kong. Yeah. I guess the character he played was like stereotypically racist. That's what they deemed it as. He was like Johnny Depp's sidekick in the movie. Yeah. So they cut all the scenes from it. So I was wondering like, well, did that completely fuck up the movie? Yeah. Or did they do that from the American version as well? Well, dude, see, that's just the thing. When, when they go to these people who screen 
the the Communist Party people who will screen these and watch these, they'll go and like reshoot. Like yeah, reshoot stuff. scenes. They did that for Iron Man. Oh my god, dude. Iron Man two or three. Yeah. The bad guy's name is the Mandarin. Oh man. And they made it. I I don't remember this. I don't. I only saw Iron Man one, so I don't. Yeah, I only saw Iron. So Man. So I guess this might have been the Mickey Rourke one. He was Maybe. the bad guy in one of them. Yeah. They made it a white guy. Mm. They made him British or something, yeah. not Chinese. Yeah. And then they added scenes. Of Chinese doctors working on Tony Stark instead of like they took out, they reshot like you said. Yeah. Um. Uh. Do do do. Uh, oh, World War Z. So World War Z. Oh, shit. Um. It's the book. It's the best audio book I think I've ever heard because they get like an insane cast of like actual actors to read each chapter. Oh shit. Scorsese does a fucking chapter. Damn. Yeah, like uh, John, I forget his last name, Italian Wait. guy. John huh. Tataglia? That's not it. <laughs> Tataglia is a pimp. Um, they get like. Leguizamo? No, no, no. He's, um, he's in like Miller's Crossing. He's in a bunch of the Coen Brothers movies. Uh, oh, I know who you're talking John, about. John. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I big, know. tall, goofy looking it's, guy. Uh, fucking rounders. He does one. Like yeah. Simon Pegg does a chapter. Like great actors they get. But anyways, so the book is this virus initiates in China. Yeah. So in the movie, which is like kind of only based on the book. Yeah. They made it a whole different thing for Brad yeah. Pitt. I just saw They the took out the scenes of the virus originating in China. <sighs> People, people, we, oh my God. Uh, oh, dude, this one was insane. So, Top Gun. 80s Top Gun or New Top Gun? 80, in the 80s Top Gun, Tom Cruise's patch, yeah. uh, whatever, it's supposed to be from some unit that like defended Japan or it was like stationed in Japan, Taiwan, like that area of the world. Mm. So, it had a Japanese flag, a Taiwanese flag. So, in the 80s version, that was his flight jacket. Yeah. 2022, <laughs> those flags are fucking gone, baby. We want to sell this movie, yeah, baby. Dude. We and again, it was one of those things where they didn't even have to ask him. They just took it out. Yeah. The studio was like, fuck it. We're taking that shit out. We don't want to offend D- them. Didn't even... Didn't even... It didn't even think, get... It didn't even get sewn on, dude. Yeah. Right? They took it off the fucking jacket. Yeah. yeah. Shit that you're not even going to realize. You know what I mean? <sighs> Dude. Um, so let's see here. I think the John Cena one. Titanic, the nudity was edited. Fight Club, Dumbledore, Fantastic Beast movie, gay shit taken out. Do do do. That's all I had really. Oh, the Eternals. That Marvel Eternals movie. and ah uh, fuck. What was that? That director was uh. She's she's um Chinese heritage. Yeah. Her. And her parents, I think, were Chinese. Her mother was a huge comedic uh, actress, one of the most famous there. Uh, I got it right here. Hold on. She was talking shit years before. She just said one thing. She was like, on social media, like, yeah. there's lies coming from China. Hold on, I got and they it blew here. it up and banned the movie. <laughs> uh, the studio Zhao. was probably like, fuck. Chloe Zhao, that's who it was. She did uh, Eternals, and she was born in Beijing, 
Her mother is just a celebrated comic actress in the country. Uh, in March, the Communist Party. Uh, in March, the Communist Party owned newspaper Global Times. <laughs> Global Times anointed her the Pride of China. But then it's a cautionary tale. Twenty twenty filmmaker. What did she say? I'm trying to find her actual fucking quote. Oh yeah. Zhao called the country a place where where there are lies everywhere. Right. Right, right, right. Beijing responded by deleting social media celebrations of yeah. her Oscar win, canceling. Yeah, the they deleted no all that shit. They were like, go fuck yourself. Dude, that's just it. Like <clears throat> the repercussions of are immediate, swift, and devastating. Yes. Like yeah. They don't fuck around over there, man. That was when, like, that's that's how propaganda and like that's when you're you're that powerful. Like, we're not just it's not just you, it's everything you've ever touched. Yeah. Oh, dude. Like, it's, it's gone now. Gone. Anything you thought you had is one of those big pink erasers, dude. Like, gone. Yeah, dude. Gone. So. Uh, so that, I mean, that's pretty much all I had, dude, on the actual examples. Um, I don't know. I, I thought uh, I thought the Fight Club thing was one of the funniest fucking things. That yeah, one's funny. If you guys haven't seen it, check it out. Yeah. Uh, do you got anything else? Oh, dude, fucking Bond. Okay. So they said you're not beating up any Chinese dudes. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Like you're not. Come on. If you fight any Chinese dudes, it's gonna be a. Fucking are we talking like new Bond or Skyfall? Wow. Yeah. Which was like the best one. Can you imagine? It's the best Bond I think they've ever made, man. Can you imagine someone going up to fucking Sean Connery and being like, you're not going to fight any Asian people? He'd be like, you're out of your fucking mind. Yeah. <laughs> fuck out of the shit face Sean Connery. They're the, the easiest to hit. <laughs> <laughs> Here's how it would have went. Get out of my face, you <laughs> I smacked women harder than an Asian yeah. before. Like just uh He would have he would have stabbed the guy and he would have been like, What? They're not real people. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't do his voice, but yeah. Um uh, a few of the other ones here, just real quick. Um Last Tango in Paris. With its no, notoriously explicit sex scenes was edited yeah, before yeah. it could be released in Britain. Oh, and barred from being shown in Canadian. So these are some other places prior to China where China. censorship was like running rampant. Uh, Canadian, uh, oh yeah, three Nordic countries placed an age restriction on the film E.T., in 1982, after child psychologists accused the film of portraying adults as enemies of children. <laughs> Jesus, man. Um, I got I got a good quote to wrap it up. So whenever yeah. whenever you're ready, just let me know. Let me hold on. I had a couple. More there's here. there's so many examples. There are. Dude. I think I skipped a bunch, but I I you know. I just I love the. The John Cena one, where John. Oh Cena, my God, we didn't even fucking talk about Cena, dude. John you scumbag, John. You know Cena. why he did that too? Yeah, 
for Fast and the Furious. Yeah. I F- had no idea. F9. It was coming out that week. Yeah. I just saw the video and I was like, I thought it was a... I thought it was a WWE thing, man. I thought no. Vince made him do that. No, dude. <laughs> I was like, well, you know, Vince, dude. So after that, after F9, not, and dude, that's another one of their, so Marvel movies and the F- Fast and Furious, that's like cash cows for oh China. Oh my God, dude. So shortly after the film came out, Cena, who stars as a beefy villain in F9, uh, not my words, uh, posted a puzzling video on the Chinese social media. Judging wall. Weibo. <laughs> it was like yeah. insane, dude. In which he awkwardly it. apologizes over, a stilt, over his stilted Mandarin for, quote, my mistake. John Cena doesn't name his offense. He had called Taiwan a country. Dude, like, these things are so, like, small. Like, there was another thing in one of the Mission Impossible movies where there's underwear and, like, laundry on the streets of, like, wherever the fuck they They removed all that stuff? No, they they took that out because they're, like, it portrays our country is poor. Like, Oh, shit, shit. Not, uh, you know, not up to par with the rest of the world. But yeah, man. Uh, this one just specifically, I was I was pumped for, and I just want to give a shout out to LeBron. I know you're listening. You know, go fuck yourself, fucking man. pussy. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Chongqing Wall. Chongqing Wall. <laughs> <laughs> dude, that was so funny. <laughs> fucking Cena, dude. You fucking dickhead. Uh, all right, so I this is I just want to finish this. By pressuring Hollywood and its own entertainment industry, China could displace the American film industry as the chief narrator of the 21st century. Hollywood, by maintaining warm relations with the regime, has bolstered China's campaign for global influence with American movies that either turn every portrayal of the country into state-sanctioned commercial, into a state-sanctioned commercial, or avoid anything that challenges how Xi's party sees the world. That's from Red Carpet, Hollywood, China, the Global Battle for Cultural Supremacy by Eric Schwartzel. I think that pretty much sums it up, right? Dude, fuck the chai comms, dude. That's that's some bullshit. Um, Anyways, try and find our Tumblr, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, fuck. Uh, No, we're setting that up. Just because that seems to be where uh, I think our crowd is at. Yeah, dude. that's true. That's true. Yeah. Uh, but that's all I got, man. All right. That's all I got. Go fuck yourselves. All right. Yeah. Yeah.